I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, we are digging into the world of private podcasting and more specifically, a lead cast strategy and how to make that strategy work for you. So to talk about this, I have brought in my friend and podcast editor and mastermind client, Kate Howard, who is the founder and CEO of Amplify Boutique and has been working with powerhouse women to launch and grow their podcast since 2019. And she really focuses in helping female entrepreneurs like you and I use podcasting as a strategic asset in their business and to truly grow their authority and impact online. Kate shares her story, how she got started, how her and her team have launched multiple chart-topping podcasts and produced shows with millions of downloads, and also how she has built her business offline while raising three tiny humans under three with her husband and business partner. So today we are digging into the next generation of lead magnets called Leadcast, really understanding what Leadcasts are, the basics of a Leadcast strategy, and how to create your own, which is the perfect strategy for the new year to really help you attract the right clients at the right time and clients who have the behavior and are going to want to learn and purchase from you in the future. I'm so excited for you to learn from Kate and her Leadcast strategy and hope that it will work for you too. Hi, Kate. Welcome finally to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? Hi, Holly. I'm good. It's so good to be here. I know. I'm So for those of you that don't know Kate, and I'm going to have her tell her full story here in a minute, but Kate actually produces our podcast and produces our new second podcast, which we're going to talk about, which is called a lead podcast, a lead cast, and is also a member of our mastermind and our mastermind alumni community. And it's just been so fun to really, truly build our businesses together and work together over the last couple of years. And so I wanted to bring her on because we wanted to talk about not only the power of podcasting, but how to use a podcast as a lead magnet, which is something that we just recently did and Kate and her team helped us with. So we're going to get into that. But first, tell us a little bit about you. I know you just had a baby. Tell us about what you do and how you got to where you are now. Yeah. So I'm Kate. I live in Nashville with my husband, Philip. We actually run our business together and I'll touch on that, but we have three daughters. I am parenting three, three and under right now. So that's been super fun. And yeah, I just had our third little girl in October. So we're like in the adjustment period, but it's happening and we're doing it. So, but yeah, so 
back in 2019, I was supporting women entrepreneurs from a OBM perspective, which in the lingo, online lingo is online business manager and something I was doing on the side of my corporate job. So I was actually in corporate healthcare, but really had kind of found my way into entrepreneurship from around 2014 through an Etsy shop that I had started. And so sort of snowballed from there. It's a little bit of a long journey, but definitely a testament to just following the breadcrumbs. And in 2019, one of the clients that I was supporting, she had a podcast and her editor left. And so she needed support. Well, Philip, my husband, he's an audio engineer. So I thought, well, I can figure out like the front end of, you know, figuring out the the podcast process and then he can support from an audio perspective. So maybe we can support this. And she was like, sure, let's give it a try. And so we did that and we really enjoyed it. And I, at the time, had quite a few women in my network who were either wanting to start a podcast or, you know, something that they had been thinking about. So I reached out and just said, hey, this is something we're thinking about offering. If you want to have our support, like we would love to do it. And that we started with one client. We launched her in February of 2019. And then we've grown to where we are now, which is supporting over 30 women entrepreneurs with their podcast. So that's what we've been doing. And we actually left corporate, both of us in 2021 and went into our podcast management business full-time, which is now I created it as a boutique agency in 2021 as well called Amplify. So we now are doing that full-time with our girls at home and it's been super fun. So in the middle of the year, I saw two things happening. The first were conversations I would have with other female entrepreneurs that there was a sentiment of, I want to leverage the power of audio in my business, but I'm not sure I'm at a place to make a commitment to a weekly or regular show because, you know, having a podcast is a huge lift. The other thing that was also starting to become popular was this trend of private podcasts. So at the time I had been setting up private podcast feeds as a part of clients' memberships or courses. So I'd been supporting clients with that already. And I also started to see examples of people using private podcasts as like launch events. So instead of hosting a traditional masterclass, they would put the information into a private podcast instead and deliver it that way. So it got my wheels really turning about how we can start to leverage audio in a different way and specifically as a way to capture and nurture leads. So that's where Leadcast was formed, which by definition is a mini private podcast that nurtures leads, builds your authority, and collapses time between discovery and purchase. And essentially, what I wanted to do was create a structure around this and build out a framework of what it should look like and define how it can be used. So typically, they're about five episodes. They're super bingeable. They help to create that connection with the listener that we also see happening with podcasts. And I really see it as the next generation of lead magnets or opt-ins where you're meeting your audience where they're at. If you know your ideal clients, customers, or podcast listeners, you're just giving them an easy way to consume that content and connect. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, the goal of any opt-in should be one, to capture someone's contact information, right? And two, to provide a mini transformation that is then nurtured through email or some other form of communication that eventually leads to a sale. So if it's a free masterclass that they're never going to actually have time to log in and watch or a PDF that they don't read or work through, then that mini transformation is not happening. And it's going to be a larger lift on your email nurture sequence or what other 
form of communication you have happening to convert them into a buyer. So a lead cast is really a way to make that content consumption easy, right? There's also a strategy behind how you structure your lead cast and the type of content you include, which anyone who works with me to launch theirs, we have that strategy session together and we map out the episodes. But really the goal is that the lead cast is aligning with some type of paid offer you have and does the heavy lifting for you as far as addressing pain points or answering questions you're always getting in the DMs. So it gives people a taste of what it might be like to work with you as well. And the goal is that the lead cast is really packing a ton of value for the listener. So I could honestly go on for days about it. But my last point here is really one of the benefits of podcasting is to capture attention. And a lead cast is a way to do that at a much smaller scale where you can leverage the power of audio to connect and nurture people coming into your world. Yeah, I love this. I feel like there's so much to unpack. But one thing that I want to sort of call out, and we were talking about this before we started recording, is you've basically been able to build your entire business with the power of networking, referrals, and pretty much off of social media, basically because you had three kids like right away and really don't have time to (laughs) make reels, which I love. But I think that that just goes to show the power of one just networking in general, but two, the power of audio, because my market and your market and a lot of our clients' markets are busy women who maybe don't have time to watch a long course as much as we love them or insert whatever the training is of choice. And so podcasting has just become, I think, just super, super powerful. I think the other thing that I always hear is, well, so many people have a podcast. So When you hear that, what is your response? I know I have some statistics that I always share, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, you know, and I've been listening to podcasts since 2013, right? And I think maybe even a little bit before that, I was very first introduced to podcasting with like Amy Porterfield and Pat Flynn and like who we would consider like the OGs of this space. But even then I had, you know, I was hearing it's oversaturated. There's so many people in this space. There's so many people doing this. And here we are almost 10 years later. And I feel like it's just getting started really. And what I find that people are realizing, especially with social media, especially with Instagram and kind of Instagrams, you know, they're very, they dictate what you do, right? Like they're dictating that you're doing real. So if that's something you don't like to do, well, sorry, like that's what Instagram is using. So got to get on board. And the big frustration with social media too, is the ever-changing algorithm, right? So if someone comes and follows you and they say, Hey, Holly, I really like what you're doing here. And they follow you. That's them kind of extending their hand to say, I want to watch like what you're doing. Well, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean Instagram's going to show you in their feed. Even if they raise their hand, even if, you know, I know so many people that I follow that I watch their stories religiously and look at their posts. And sometimes they still don't show up for me and I have to literally seek them out. So with social media, it's such a frustration because you're at the mercy of the algorithm of whether this is going to get shown to people. So with podcasting and with that format, you're not competing with that. You know, when someone subscribes to your podcast and they raise their hand and say, I want to listen to you, your episodes, when you publish them, show up in their feed, right? Mm -hmm. They see it there and they can listen. And so 
I think with the ever-growing frustration with social media, something I read today from a friend, you know, talking about how she feels like she's really lost the ability to make connection on social media and to really build deep relationships because of what it's pushing, where podcasting is a place where she can build those relationships and she still feels like she can have that connection. So, and that's also that connection, that relationship, I think is what people are really like they really want right now. So I think podcasting, even though there's a lot of people in this space, I still think that there's a lot of room for people to grow in that because that's how people are really enjoying connecting right now and enjoying building relationships. So I think even if there are quite a few people kind of jumping into it, I think it's because they're seeing it that it's working. And so I take that as a clue as like, this is evidence of what people are really wanting to consume right now. Yeah. I also think just hearing somebody talk, whether it's video or audio is so much more powerful because I mean, it's like you and I are having an actual conversation and it's more real life than like seeing this like curated feed. But one of the benefits I think of a private podcast or a lead cast, as you call it, is you're not committing to a hundred episodes a year, right? Like you're committing to a very sort of short, my husband calls it a mini series. When I was explaining to him, he's like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's like a mini series. I'm like, yeah, it's like 1990 mini series. That's what it is. Except yeah. like a full version. So how would you know <laughs> if you're ready to create a lead cast and what were the steps maybe that you would take? Yeah. So like you said, I think the biggest benefit of a lead cast is that it's that smaller commitment. So Really, and like what Scott said, it's like a mini series. So I think of Leadcast as something, and you know, just kind of some examples of some different ones that I think that you can utilize. So, for example, let's say you have a masterclass that you've done and it's something you've done on video and it's a webinar and people sign up for it. Well, that's something that can easily be chunked out into five to 10 minute mini episodes and then put into a private podcast. So, again, it's something that someone can listen to on the go. And it's something that you've already created. But a lot of times, like with for me, for example, there are so many things that I register for because I'm like, I'm really interested in this, but I'm never going to sit down and watch it. But if it was available to me in a private podcast platform, and that's what I'm finding through my research and through the women that I'm working with to create Leadcast, that with our industry and with the people that we support, that's a common theme. So I think if you have something that can be curated like that. And really to think of a lead cast as basically bringing someone through as a part of their, a part of your customer journey. So for example, your lead cast was something very specific. So I think that's one way to do it. And the lead cast you created was anti-social school for anti-social school, but how to create an anti-social strategy. And so you were speaking to something very specific, but it was leading into a very specific product and something that you have as an offering in your business. I think for other people, so let's say you're a copywriter, for example, and you offer copywriting services, you could take a piece of that. And I still think, I think it's really smart to take a small piece and it not be super general, but you could take a small piece of that. One of the things you do a lot is write sales pages. And that's something you want to bring in leads for. Well, you could create a mini series on how to create a sales page that converts. So, and each episode is speaking to the different parts of the sales page, right? But really the big component of it is that people are getting value from it, right? Just like a masterclass, just like a strategy that you would use in that case, people are getting value from it. People are getting quick wins. And so 
they're building that relationship with you through audio, but they're also like seeing how you can impact them. And it's just a different experience than downloading a PDF workbook or, you know, going through an email series, right? It's just a different, more personal way to do those things. So honestly, like you can literally think of any original lead magnet that you have, and it could probably be turned into a lead cast. Yeah. I love that. I want to get into the strategy a little bit. So if you were thinking about building one, you mentioned like creating emails and creating an opt-in page, because it is something that you're collecting emails for, right? Like our lead cast, you have to actually sign up for, but how can you make it powerful? I would say so that you are sort of tracking who's doing what, and you sort of have that customer journey mapped out. Yeah. So I do think it's really smart to have it as a part of your, as a part of like an email funnel or that type of thing. So again, the purpose is to create leads. And so we want to capture those. So there's two ways you can do it. You can do it. The one, the free opt-in. I also have clients that use it as a mini product. So they charge $7 for it. And it's sort of what we would call a tiny offer or a mini product, which Allie Bjork coined that, the tiny offer. So you have also have clients that charge for it. But on the free opt-in side, you know, you're creating a landing page, you're collecting their email, and then they get that follow-up email that says, you're in, here's the link go subscribe. And it brings them into a private link that then opens it up in their podcast app. So that's something that I think is really awesome is it brings it right into something they're already using. It's not a separate app. It's not a separate place. It just pulls it right up into whatever app they use to listen to podcasts. And what I've seen in my data for my own lead cast and Holly, I'd be interested to see how people behaved with yours, but they downloaded it and immediately started listening. It wasn't something where they were like, oh, I'll get to that later. You know, like a lot of times freebies just end up in graveyards, right? So Mm -hmm. that is the the first part of it is you're gathering these people's emails and they're raising their hand to say, whatever that lead cast topic is, I'm interested. And again, hopefully your lead cast is parallel to your business and something you're offering or what you do. And so by saying that, they're saying, I'm interested in what you do in your business as well. So then really the strategy throughout the lead cast is building that trust and building that authority. Sometimes it can also be helping them gain knowledge they need in order to make a buying decision at the end. So one of the examples that I use is maybe you have a course on using Pinterest ads to grow your business. Maybe you have a Pinterest ads course and that's what you're marketing. But before they're ready for that, and maybe they've come and they've raised their hand to say, I'm interested in Pinterest. I want to know how it works for me. But before they're ready for the Pinterest ads course, they need to have an optimized Pinterest profile. They need to know what are the basics of setting this up that I need to even set my profile up for success. So that lead cast can be walking them through that process. You're giving them quick wins by getting them set up, right? And you know, but you're not giving them everything because your course is on Pinterest ads. And that might not even really be something you talk about in the lead cast, but it is something that you say, okay, hey, now that you have an optimized Pinterest profile, you're probably seeing some results from that. We can accelerate that with Pinterest ads and I can teach you how to do that too, right? And so that's really the goal of walking them through that journey, whether it's something they need to know to get started, whether it's something that helps you know, you to really build your credibility and build trust. That's kind of the point of the content and something to think about. And so the other thing that I really like to think about too with Leadcast content and the strategy that you might use in it is what are the things that people object to, right? With any of your services or products. And I think of a Leadcast as almost like a 
one-sided sales call in a way where you can really speak to some of those things. And again, it's how you plan it out and how you deliver it, but you can really go ahead and address objections and address the transformation they're going to receive in your services in a way that helps them again to get to the end and just helps them make a buying decision. Yeah. So good. I feel like I mean, you could just go so deep into strategy here, but I'm trying to keep it like high level. Of I like, know this is a really powerful tool. So I hope you're paying attention. One of the things that I will share is, so we did obviously create a lead cast called ditch to social drama. And then we did put emails on the back end of it. The email open rate for the people that downloaded the podcast was on average 72%. I just looked it up which is insane, right? And I think it just goes to show like whether or not they purchase from you right away or not, it's attracting the right people who eventually are going to be the people that become your customers. And the click rates was something like 30 or 40%. Now, of course, the first email, the click rate is always super high because they're like downloading the thing, right? But even after that, it was people were very, very engaged. And I think when you think about if you're offering something free, like that's the behavior that you want to see. So I think that is super, super powerful. Any last tips or pieces of advice? If hopefully we've sparked your interest, I am like so on board with this because I feel like one, it's so much easier to put together for me personally, an audible file than it is like a whole masterclass. And I feel like it's, it's proving to be very powerful, but any other sort of tips or suggestions, if you're thinking about maybe creating a lead magnet in the new year and just the power of sort of private podcasting in general. Yeah. I think the biggest thing to think about if you're interested in creating a lead cast is what do you already have, right? Like don't recreate the wheel necessarily. Like I bet you have something that's working really well as a lead magnet, or maybe it was, but now it isn't converting as much, or it just needs to be refreshed. That's something we're doing with a couple of clients. We're really just taking something they're already using and we're refreshing it in this format. And giving it a little bit of a different spin and again, connecting in a different way with their audience through it. So I think if you're considering it, use something that is has already been working well in a different format. And I think pulling it into a lead cast could make it even more powerful. And then really setting up yourself to like Holly, like you did, creating that full funnel, I think is really powerful. So having that nurture sequence on the back end of the lead cast and taking, continuing to pull people, because I think, right, that's such a powerful part of any strategy of any lead magnet strategy. And this is no different. You're connecting with them and you can really continue to make that powerful connection through email after the fact and continue to bring them along the customer journey that way. Oh my goodness. So good. And I have to tell the story before we wrap up because so Kate is in our inner circle mastermind alumni program. So she's been through like all the things and we're like sitting on her strategy call and she brings the idea of a lead cast to me. And we're like working through like how she's going to launch it. What's it going to look like? She's about to have a baby. And she's like, no, I'm going to get it out there before the baby comes. And by the end of the call, I'm like, like we finished her stuff and I was like, okay, I want to do it too. And literally we like sat there and planned the whole thing of like how we were going to do it, which I think just goes to show one, the power of what you've created through lead casting. But also I just wanted to speak really quickly to the power of our mastermind community, because it's not just 
me teaching. Like, I truly feel like we've been able to work together to figure out like, okay, this strategy is working. This strategy is not working. Here's what I'm seeing in the industry. Here's what I saw this person do. And we've been able to sort of build off each other. So I'd love it if it's right in the middle of building our mastermind for the next cohort. If somebody was thinking about joining, what would you share with them? Yeah, I think that's probably the most powerful part of the mastermind is the, you know, the working with you through the strategy and again, like, but all the other women who are there too. And when I brought it up to them after our call and they were like, yes, you know, and I had that support from them to say like, yep, I see this. I see this, like how this could work in my business. And so that encouragement to be like, okay, I'm on the right track. But I think, and I I think it also speaks to just the power of long-term mentorship. So I've been in the mastermind for a year and then I've been now in the inner circle or, you know, six months and then the inner circle for six months. And you at this point, so intimately know my business, you know, exactly how (laughs) all of this would like fit together. And I think that there's something about that piece of working with someone who knows you and your business for the long term that helps you to continue to gain momentum and scale versus like, you know, switching from coach to coach or mastermind to mastermind. I think my cohort, the inner circle cohort, we've been together now for a year. And so we really know each other's businesses and know what works and what doesn't work. But also we are in this industry too, and able to share, like you said, Hey, I'm seeing this right now, or I'm seeing this trend, or, you know, like when you do your launch debriefs with us and you're like, this is how it worked out. Like, here's what I did. Here's my strategy. And we all come together and we're like, yep, that makes sense. And we're able to apply what you've learned to our businesses or what other mastermind members and their launches, they'll come debrief and we all learn from each other and we're all Mm -hmm. able to implement, which I think that piece right there is rocket fuel, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're not the only person trial and erring all the time. We have 10 women in business who are trial and erring all the time. And we're sharing our wins and our losses and what's working and not working. And we're able to pivot so much faster that way and to really like lean into what works. So I think that's what's so powerful about it. Thank you. She didn't know I was going to ask her that, but now I like have chills because it's been so cool to see like the group evolve over time. And I think, you know, if I'm being honest, like building it together, I'm like, what do you guys want? What works for you? What's Mm -hmm. not working? And I always try to ask for feedback. So thank you for sharing that. All right. So at the end of every episode, which, you know, we do rapid fire questions. So the first one is, and I know you guys like to travel as much as I do. If you could go on vacation anywhere in the world, where would you go? We would go back to Spain. Yeah. We that's love on Spain. my list. You just got back. Well, before the baby, I know. Right? Yeah. We would, and we would go back to Nerha where we got married. My like vision board is to have a Airbnb in Nerha that we like rent out throughout the year, but then we spend summers there and then travel Europe like while we're there. So good. What's your favorite mom thing that's happening with the girls at the moment? And actually share how old they are, because I think it's just amazing in general that you have like three, like little, little girls, like not like a lot of like little babies going on. Yeah. Emma just turned three, Olivia just turned one. And then Remy is one month old. So it is complete chaos here, but it's been, it's been super fun. And I think the sweetest is seeing my three-year-old because when Olivia was born, she was two. So she was still very much like into her two-year-old self and like didn't really care that Olivia was around. But with Remy being a little bit older, she is just so sweet. She's like, 
oh, Remy, and just wants to like help her. And if she cries, she wants to go help and give her a passy and give her a blanket. And it's just so sweet seeing that. And then really just like today we were at the gym actually, and we were leaving the gym and they were both like walking. And I was like, they're like our little ducklings. I don't know. It's just, there's something about (laughs) them all being small. Like it's so challenging in its own way, but it's so like fun. It's such like a fun season and seeing where they're at and seeing them interact with each other at this age. Everyone tells me it gets easier. So I'm just like waiting for that part. I know we were just talking about that. There's also so (laughs) many babies in our current mastermind right now. And like every call we have, I'm like, oh my God, they're so squishy. Okay. Last question. If you could choose between getting a massage or getting your nails done, which would you choose? So at this point, 1000% getting a massage. Like I feel like with breastfeeding right now, I'm like constantly like hunched over and carrying all the children on all sides of my body. So yep. I would be down for a massage for sure. Sounds amazing right now. Okay. I know you guys have lots of things coming up and if anyone is interested in figuring out how to create a lead cast, tell everyone how to connect with you and where to find you. Yeah. So the main place I hang out right now is on Instagram at Kate Rose Co. But like we've talked about, I really am not there too often. That's a goal of mine in the new year. But my, like we spoke about, thankfully my business has grown and been built off of referrals. And so that's been really powerful, but with lead casts and really the, my mission behind that and really wanting to get that more out into the world, I'll plan to be more present there, but you can find me there And you can connect with me there and we can talk through the different ways we can support you. We have a couple different done for you lead cast options. One that is a little more involved as far as we're going to like set up the entire funnel for you. And the other is more just from an audio and private podcast support that if that's the piece that you're not sure how to do, we can help support that. And then I'll also be creating in the new year. And probably when this comes out, you'll be able to either purchase or get on the waitlist is a course on how to create your own lead cast. So if it's something you want to DIY and something that you want to do yourself, then I'll have a course walking you through every step from the you know strategy piece of it to the technical piece of it. So it'll show you how to do it all if that's something you want to do. And then also in our agency, we do we support women to launch their full podcast and to manage their full podcast. So if that's something that you're interested in doing, you can also reach out to me and we can talk through how we can support you there. Awesome. So good. We'll put all the links in the show notes. Thank you so much, Kate. Thanks, Holly. This was so fun. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to 
give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.